are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. We are talking about two big wins today and some milestones for what feels like everybody. But let's jump right into it. Before we do, though, I do want to remind you all to subscribe to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. I will be heading back to YouTube as well as uh, your regular streaming platforms later this week. Once I'm feeling a little bit better, you know, you can probably tell that <laughs> still struggling with a cold and a nasty cough. So enough of the small talk. Let's jump right into it. Wow. You know, we talked about needing to make up for lost ground here uh, <laughs> on this road trip, and the Flames are doing just that. They are 2-0-0 thus far. Two big wins over uh, Detroit and Washington. And Elias Lindholm, you know, do the Flames have like a belt or a jacket that they pass around for like the MVP of the game? We're going to call it the blowtorch. Elias Lindholm gets the blowtorch for the game. Uh, He had the hat trick slash game winning goal there in overtime. And I just, I don't understand how one cannot appreciate the Elias Lindholm. He is in the race for most goals in the league right now. And I'm almost positive he is at number one as I'm recording this on Sunday at 8 p.m. But uh, Lindy for heart, anyone? I don't hear no. Nope. Okay. Next, we got to talk about Mangiapane. Even when this kid is buried on the fourth line, he is unstoppable. He had a nasty goal, uh, first goal of the game. He lit the torch. And holy smokes. And then he had... uh, a knee in a knee on knee with Tom Wilson and you know I, I know Tom Wilson has like a reputation and whatnot but I, I truthfully think it was more of like an like an accident a collision rather than malicious intent or anything like that or so I would like to believe but excluding empty netters 90% of the flames goals have come from Mangiapani and Lindholm can we just talk about that for a second 90 percent that's huge I mean you know obviously you want to spread the wealth a little bit but what an incredible stat and Lindholm is um you know we we we're making jokes that he's on pace for 82 goals this season but now I think because he scored three I think it's up to 130 something but uh you know gives him a little cushion room in case he goes on a little bit of a cold streak you know absolutely love seeing this team just come out and you know unfortunately it was a little bit of a (laughs) tough second period there when you allow three goals but absolutely love to see this team just get out there have some insurance goals (laughs) and you know still be able to win unfortunately it did take uh to overtime but you know (laughs) we can't be picky especially against teams like Washington. I was just thrilled that even if they lost in overtime, they would still be getting a point. And, you know, I think that's just kind of the mentality that we have to have. We have to keep continuing this with the 
You know, all we need is a point. You win some, you lose some, but just walk away with a point. Uh, speaking of points, Johnny Cattrall hit 500 career points in front of his family, which was really sweet. I was hoping it ha- it was going to happen. Um, you know, once he had 499, I was like, if it doesn't happen tonight, it's going to be so disappointing. I think that, you know, any milestone's important, but to hit it with your family there, especially when they haven't seen you play, um, I think his sister posted that it's been like over 500 days since they've all seen uh, Johnny play hockey. So it's been quite a long ride and, you know, 500 points. Way to go, Johnny. Hopefully you're here for another 500. And his his post-game pre- uh, presser with Lindholm was absolutely hysterical. It's all over my Twitter because I just think it's so funny. And he's given a play-by-play of... Lindholm's goal, talking about sending the goalie back to the gym and uh, or sending the defenseman back to the gym and undressing the goalie and going bar down. It was just it's so funny because I feel like we don't see a personality from Johnny that often, and it was nice to see. And Lindholm's just over there laughing, like of course, you know, it's a huge accomplishment, obviously, but just you know, he's playing coy, but also being like, what is this? So coming up next, we are going to have to have some like awkward conversations, you know, not like awkward in the way of, oh, mom and dad, like sit you down awkward, but uh, just kind of those hard conversations you kind of have to have when evaluating your teams. But first, let's talk about DirecTV. If you are like me, you probably have a login for this, a device for that. Your best friend's goldfish's godmother gave you her Netflix login. Someone has you this, has that. But DirecTV is here to fix all of our problems. You know why? They created DirecTV Stream, which has all of our live and on-demand options in one place. So head on over to directtv.com today to find out more about DirecTV Stream, you know, all you need is a compatible device. There are no contracts. It's none. It's just one device. You don't have to remember 82 passwords. You don't have to worry about making sure your card payments updated on all six devices and streaming services. It's just one. So head on over to directtv.com today and find out more about Direct TV Stream. Lockdown Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And thank you so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. I greatly appreciate it. You know, I love getting ready in the morning and listening to podcasts or catching up on, you know, some YouTube videos and really whatever I seem to have missed overnight. Uh, So, you know, thanks so much. I greatly appreciate you listening to Locked On Flames. We're a few games into the season, and I guess it's time to have like that first oh, what are we, (laughs) conversation of the season. And if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, drinking hot coffee, please buckle up and take some deep breaths. None of this is personal. This is just my observation. And I really don't want to upset anybody on a Monday morning um, or whenever you're listening to this. It's not my goal as a podcast host. (laughs) But I think that we're, we're kind of all on the same page here. And... Uh, 
if, if you haven't noticed it yet, you'll know, you'll definitely pay attention to it once I mention it. But, you know, Goudreau doesn't have a goal, okay? Kachuk has one. Lindholm is carrying that line. And, you know, I think that Goudreau is definitely more comfortable with playmaking on the line. But he, he has to start shooting the puck, you know? I think that he's afraid for whatever reason. I remember doing a breakdown of his stats. And I believe his shooting percentage was down. And that was last season, like over the summer, obviously. But I just, I want to see him do more. I want to see him burying the puck. I think that there are times where, you know, he he, he thinks he's got it. And then it just hits the post, uh, you know, the goalie blocks it. And then he just kind of freezes and just goes back to playmaking, which is fine. Like, I, you know, if you can set up some beautiful plays for Lindholm or Kachuk. Like, that's fine. I'm not going to complain, but I would like to see him definitely doing more in that aspect. And the same goes for Kachuk. You know, I want to see him out there shooting the puck. And, you know, I I don't want to see stretches of eight, nine, ten games where neither of them have a goal. So let's let's hope that uh, they find some success in – you know, Rangers territory. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit disappointing. And we need to talk, we really, 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 really need to talk about the power play. Uh, I didn't realize how bad it was until Saturday afternoon. It's at a 16% when the league average is a 22. I... <laughs> Does anybody else like nervous laugh when they realize like that's how bad things are? Yeah, me too. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure why our second unit is Lucic, Backlund, and Mangiapane when Blake Coleman is right there. Love you, Luch. Love him or hate him, really. Um, it, it there there's no reason for him to be out there on the power play when you have d- better deployable players. Blake Coleman is that guy. You know, he's he's come in for the next six years, and he's here to make a difference, and he knows what it takes to win. And I'm not entirely sure having Lucic on your special teams is the formula. And you know what? There's still plenty of tweaking that's left to be, that needs to be done, and I really don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but you know, that power play is just, it's that second unit is disastrous. I want to see more and I want to see a change. I want to, I want to see something else <laughs> from, from Sutter. You know, I, I know that there is a special teams coach and I'm not entirely sure if it's the same one from when I started covering this team that had me pulling out my hair respectfully, of course, but there, you know, there comes a time where you have to say, okay, um, th- I get it. Like he's a veteran and he's been with the team for a bit, but it's time to put in a younger guy who who knows, you know, maybe a little bit more <laughs> about the way the game's played right now, or has more speed and ability and a little more talent. But again, uh, I don't get paid to assess the special teams. Um, 
and formulate them. I am just a podcast host. And, you know, I guess we'll have to see what the Rangers bring to the table because I I am a little, I don't want to say concerned. Concerned isn't the right word, but I'm I'm confused. The Rangers are a team, and we're going to talk about it next segment, but they're not that good of a team, but they're winning. So we're going to have to see what version of the Rangers we're going to get because nothing about them makes any sense. (laughs) So like I said, we're going to have a wonderful pregame preview (laughs) in the next segment. But to hold you over, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that is here for you whenever you need it. There are a variety of flavors, and my favorite thing about them is that they are dipped in 100% chocolate. And if you're like me and you have a sweet tooth, you know that like part of staying healthy and like on a regimen is ignoring your sweet tooth or not giving into chocolate and instead having like a strawberry because that's sweet. I'm sorry, but if I want chocolate, I want chocolate, and Built Bar has that for you. And you can head on over to built.com today and check out their variety of flavors. Maybe order the blueberry muffin, maybe order the orange, maybe order uh, cookies and cream, or a variety pack if you can't settle on one. So head on over to built.com today and check out their selection. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. So I would, if I was a betting woman, I would bet $5 that Markstrom starts tonight. Um, the, The only assumption I'm going off of is the fact that we are about 23 hours away from game time and he is, uh, you know, he's gotten that extra rest between the, um, you know, the afternoon game in D.C. and, of course, Sunday. So I would assume that he's good to go. And I reached out to a Rangers fan <laughs> on Twitter and I said, hey, like, what do you think are, like, the Flames are going to struggle against? Uh, with the Rangers, and what do you think the Rangers are going to struggle with? And he goes, Shesterkin, uh, who is their goalie. And I haven't watched much of the Rangers this season. I, I truthfully have really only been watching the Flames. I w- sat down to watch my first like full Bruins game today. But regardless, I think that they're just going to have to really... Um, play hard and play, like I said, play that full 60 and they're going to have to get creative and, you know, read the goalie well. Do I think it's going to be like if uh, Gorgiev was out there? No. No, I think it's going to be potentially a little easier, but I do still worry about (laughs) the Flames uh, offense really being able to complete the task at hand. And Nick's direct quote was, they're playing like shh and still winning. So I don't really have any more to say. <laughs> that, you know, that's a very honest answer. And you can check out Nick's podcast, uh, Upper Bowl GM, um, wherever you get your podcasts too, if you like the Rangers and you want a good preview. It's a very analytical-minded 
guy. Um, I just, we're going to have to see what happens. Honestly, we're going to have to see what happens because I don't, I still think it's too early in the season to get like a good read on every team. And obviously you can't forget that they signed Ryan Reeves and there's going to be some known, you know, crap disturbers out on the ice, uh, between Chuck, Lucic and Reeves. So hopefully we kind of stay in line and keep our behavior together the way that they did in Washington, because it would be a real shame if this team (laughs) just started unraveling. Um, I, I, I really don't know what I expect the outcome to be. However, I do know that their leading goal scorer is, um, I, sorry, a pop-up just came up. I don't know why. I don't have pop-ups. Um, let's see. There is Chris Kreider. Okay. And then Alexis Lafreniere and um, Barclay Goudreau. Okay, so, you know, no one is doing it like Elias Lindholm out here with six goals, okay? No one. But also, no one's out here getting paid like Mika Zibinijad. So, you have to pick your battles, you know? You gotta get, feel it out a little bit. You know, I think that, um, it's going to be uncomfortable if the flames do not take an early lead do i expect them to go up three nothing in the first period absolutely not i don't expect to see that again ever this season okay to be completely honest but i do think them playing a full 60 is really what matters and we can't have any more of this flames hockey experience because i (laughs) i think you know it's only been like what six or seven games not even and we're tired. We just want good hockey. We don't want to have to worry. But thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames today. And I look forward to bringing you another episode on Tuesday with a special guest. And I will chat with you all later. Bye-bye.